0: Welcome to episode 173 of the Better With Running podcast. My name is Chris Armstrong, I'm a Run To BB coach, and I'm joined by not one, but two Run To BB coaches tonight on this special Monday night edition of the Better With Running podcast. Firstly, Zach and Newman. how are you going, mate? I'm going well, Chris. yes, I'm a little bit out of sync doing this on a Monday.
1: It's, uh, yes, off the back of a, a, a weekend into a Monday run, it, uh, it doesn't feel
0: as, uh, it feels a lot different to after doing it on a Wednesday run. I say if um if I'm a bit dusty tonight, we can blame it on recording on a Monday. Um, I yeah. know some of the I know some of the, the bigger podcasts in the, the running community tend to record on a Monday, but we um, are up against them. We yeah we are battling for ratings <laughs> with them, but no, hopefully um we can produce just as much silliness as we always do. Well, weird out the big gun, given we're going <laughs> up against uh the rivals. The, the um yes, you're going to introduce the the big gun. Well. We did, we did think that it was worth, if we're going to record on a Monday, we've got to do it properly. So, um, as we do like to try and get on once a month, we have um, quite possibly the most informed coach at Run to PB at the moment, Gemma Maney. How are you, mate?
2: Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks for having me back on. I know it's been a little while.
0: I think um, just after Melbourne, last yeah, month.
2: Yeah, and then, yeah, last month was a bit chaotic in our household, so... <laughs> I I'm believe catch up.
0: <laughs> so since Melbourne, you have been to Noosa and yep. raced 5k on the road where um, I think it was, you know, a bit of a shock to the legs. Just oh, I it.
2: ran that so poorly. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did my fastest mile in a couple of years. And then my last 3k was uh, at marathon pace.
0: So went out, went out About hard. Two weeks, Melbourne. Two weeks. Uh,
2: three, three. So, yeah. yeah.
0: That's, yep.
2: But, yeah, that last 3K hurt more than the last 3K of the marathon. That was, oh, I was in all sorts.
1: And I believe you ended, Um, were instructed to jog around the next day as part of a relay and you may have got a little bit of white line fever.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think I ran 38 minutes or something. That's not really a jog.
3: <laughs> <laughs> got
2: in trouble for that one. You yeah. could have jogged it a little slower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a recovery shakeout the next day, I think it went down. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, um, obviously, it's been a, a hectic few weeks. I know little Ollie's been keeping you on your toes. Oh, no, um, yeah, among, amongst all that, a, a little trip down the lakeside to Lakeside to run in Zatatec as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I only decided to race the morning of uh, because, yeah, Ollie threw another spanner in the works the day before. Um, yeah spent six hours in emergency got home late that night and then woke up the next morning and was like oh I really wanted to run just because of the new layout so I was like why not sort of went in with a different focus wasn't really on performance it was just about having fun so yeah loved it it was such a cool event and I really hope that it's there to stay so yeah
1: Yeah. How was the atmosphere as an athlete who's done a lot as Zatapex yeah you feel like a sense of occasion like a changing of changing of the event and like a new format
2: it was so much fun running like even running down the back straight and the music got louder as you ran past and then you went through like the beer tent the cheer tent yeah there was so much happening um yeah, it was just heaps of fun like the 25 laps usually takes I feel like it drags yeah. um but it went by super fast like I never like looked at the lap count and was like oh my god I've got this far to go like it seemed just to fly by so I loved it it was heaps of fun
0: I think think, um,
2: the atmosphere was so much I don't know I was way more involved than other Zatapex I've been at like literally high-fiving people like it was fun
0: (laughs) I think we should get Peking Duck to be a bit of a fixture on the AB circuit next year
2: yeah yeah that was a really cool way to end the um and the meet as well. And I, I got back from my cool down. Matt's like, you weren't gone very long. And I was like, I don't care. Peking duck's starting. Like <laughs> I'm not <there. laughs> coming to this event just to miss it in a cool down. And so, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, loved it.
0: Post post Lakeside 10 next year, cool down straight into a set from Peking duck. Yeah, around, exactly. Around I feel like
2: the mosh pit's a good cool down. You don't need <laughs> to go for a jog. Yeah. Uh, get dry, like it bought a hole know different people to the track meet as well so i think the weather like i don't know the weather put a bit of a damper on it but um yeah i think there was a lot of people i wouldn't have expected to see at a track meet that were there like i bumped into a couple of old mates from work um yeah and i've never seen them at a track meet before and they were there partly to watch the meet but also yeah because peaking Duck were playing so i think it definitely yeah attracted a lot of people
0: because it's a pretty cheap ticket to a peaking duck
2: yeah it was like, i think it was 25 was it
0: yeah. yeah yeah
2: so it's pretty good like a fun atmosphere like a good couple of hours watching track and then you get a concert to finish so
1: love it hey um and then the next day you backed it up you uh you rolled a lazy two hours you were kind enough as maddie morgan mentioned to um <laughs> slow the pace down on the sunday run and uh jog with me but yeah, straight back to business. So yeah. where are we now? We're in December. Have yep. you thought about 2024 and marathon plans?
2: Yeah, so I just finished um last week, my first week of the Marra build. So wasn't really any specific Mara sessions, but it was just, yeah, getting the volume back up. So hit over 140Ks um last week. And yeah, the goal is a at the end of February. And then I'm in Nanari, whether I jog Tokyo the week after, just because I've got an entry and it'll be fun.
1: <laughs> wow. There's an exclusive for us, <laughs> Melbourne Marathon winners just announced their next marathon. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: maybe their next two marathons, Zaka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one
2: serious, yeah, one yeah. not so serious. Know, yeah.
1: <laughs> Have you consulted Coach Mattress about uh, your potential double?
2: Yeah, we were, we, we, yeah. I think we just might, might play it by ear to see how I pull up. But it's not often you get to, I don't know, you get an entry into a world major. And I, I believe Kipchoge is running it. So it'd be pretty cool to run the same marathon as Kipchoge. Or mm-hmm.
1: well, could we see Matt potentially towing the line under a different name?
2: Ooh, <laughs> don't know. I haven't even raised that one with him.
0: <laughs> he
2: might know. Know. Maybe we could bring the pram. Ollie could do it too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Might be able to put the call out to the, the wonderful people at ASICS to perhaps see if they can get an entry for your coach.
2: Yeah. Instead of one, they could get me two entries <laughs> plus a pram.
0: Does Does Maddie know that he's a chance to run at Tokyo?
2: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> he will be no, when he listens
2: to this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you
2: mentioned Pride. you, 140,
1: <laughs> yeah. you, mentioned you 140Ks last week, I just I stumbled across the run to BB. B. Strava Group, and you were up in the top three. You did 141K last week. Uh, Longest run was 27. Your average pace was 416s. Brady was the top of the leader. Well, he had 177Ks, and his average was 424s. But you doubled his elevation.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that Sunday long run. Uh, yeah, 100
1: metres of elevation.
2: Back up in the hills, um, yeah, definitely get some elevation up there. And, again, where we live, there's just no flat ground. There's like a 300-metre stretch uh, at the end of our road, and that's it.
1: I believe he took a uh, friend of the show, Zach Round, or Run to BB athlete and friend of the show, up over some hills, and uh, he's, he's a bit of a beast on the hills, um, Mr Round.
2: Yeah, he's just coming back off injury, and he smashed it. Doesn't stop smiling the whole way. Um, yeah. Great to have him back out there.
0: Very, very good. Into the pizzas post-long run?
2: Oh, I'm going to have to have a word to him. He wasn't there when I finished my long run. He had, had to get back to his family. But, um, yeah, definitely going to have to have a word to him. Christmas Day or whatever, Christmas Eve, is it? The 23rd, yeah. the last Sunday. Yeah. Is. I think that's, uh, that's in order.
1: That is. Hey, um... Question without notice. I know uh, there's a little podcast that I do some side work with and try to kind of infiltrate, bring them down. But uh, they did have a social post over the weekend about their combo, post-long-run combo. And Brady, he had a, a Coke hot, uh, what did he have? Uh, a Coke. Yeah, the protein shake. Milk. milk. Yeah, milk and a Gatorade straight after a long run. But what's your combo, Gemma? Straight up, finish a long run.
2: Um a protein up and go and coconut water. They're my two go-to. Yeah
1: you've been on the coconut water since Fernie, I reckon.
2: Yeah, it's been a while. I love it. Nothing better after a long or after any run.
1: So you go on the choppy milk first, yeah. The up and go first.
2: Yeah, up and go first. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah coconut water and if I'm somewhere near a uh, um, good patisserie it's always an almond croissant too oh nice <laughs> but I'm a bit of an almond croissant snob it has to be a good one
1: what brand coconut water Are you go on the uh, flavoured or just no nah, just
2: just straight whatever's the cheapest it will.
1: coca bella or whatever it is yeah yep,
2: yep. <laughs> whatever is the cheapest on the week yeah
0: chriso um yeah gatorade or if and then if it's really 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 hot i will look to drive down to hungry jacks and get a frozen coke as well (laughs) it it is worth the drive for that but um usually have an orange gatorade on standby ready to go post-long run
2: that's like my least favorite flavor orange
0: No, it's yeah. it's it's yeah. in bulk supply at Coles at Riverside in Kiama, so um, I always
2: orange. <laughs> yeah, pretty
0: much because, and I'll never ever I refuse to pay full price for Gatorade. So whenever it's on special at two dollars a bottle, I'll load up and you then buy up. enough so that it sort of hopefully I've emptied the pantry by the time it comes on special again. If not a Gatorade, then um, if Lemon Powerade is on special, I'll grab some of those too. Lemon. Yeah.
2: Nice. What's yours, Zaka?
0: Um, I reckon it's,
1: I quite like the oak, oak milk. I quite like the tradies, uh, tradies mm. choice of a, <laughs> of a, yeah, nice, uh, milk, chocolate milk, or if I, yeah, nippies, if you can get your hands on a nippies, uh, iced chocolate, I don't know what, why it's an iced chocolate as opposed to, um. I've never
2: heard of a nippies.
1: Nippies, yeah, yeah, they're good. They're um, yeah, then the old Prima sort of setup, very good.
2: Oh. I'm not much of a milk drinker. I used to be lactose intolerant, but Up and go, made me fake milk, so it doesn't really uh <laughs> it doesn't affect my stomach. Yeah,
1: Slurpees are always good in summer as well.
2: Yeah, or Zuper Duper's.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Gemma, we got you on also. to we got um two announcements.
2: Yeah, later. yeah. Well, missed last month. So um yeah, playing a bit of catch up for October. So but yeah, later the month for October.
1: Cool. And I believe it might have been a past guest of ours.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm really shattered now. I didn't announce it like the week before she came on as a as a guest. Because <laughs> it was known, but that's okay. Um yeah. Yeah, so it was Jess Willis. Um who ran absolutely amazing at Melbourne Marathon. Um, she came ninth and ran a four minute PB. Um, so she ran two fifty one, which is a huge, yeah, huge run. Um, and was originally planning on running Berlin, but had to change last minute. So, I th- I know there was a little bit of a scramble trying to figure out what marathon she was going to do. Um, even up till I think quite close. I know they were debating Melbourne or Auckland or yeah, sort of. I know because Melbourne sold out. It was a bit of Yeah, Dubai would try to get into Melbourne. But, yeah, executed the race perfectly and negative split by a minute. So that was amazing. And um, I guess now I've got a whole new respect for the next bit too. I know her coach, Matt, um, yeah, he also respect this as well, trying to get all of that done, like 140Ks plus a week with three kids um, and full-time work. Yeah, balancing all of that's very impressive. Something I yeah would not have really paid much attention to until I've been in the same boat and yeah, it's definitely challenging. So, no,
1: very worthy winner and we had a great chat to Jess a couple episodes ago and yes, it was uh, very very cool to to see that uh, she was announced as the athlete of the month. Hey, um,
2: and a great human. No- like they're lovely. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, they did come down to God's Country, didn't they, hanged out? With yeah,
2: them. yeah, we got to meet them finally, Um, went out for a nice dinner. I know Um, Ollie is now best friends with Jake, her partner, so
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they bonded like in one second and, yeah, we're inseparable. So, yeah, now they're both really lovely people.
1: No doubt you and Jess have got a bit of a support group set up, being both coached by Matt and Jess revealed that sometimes Jess Matt just set sessions that are, you know, bloody tough ones. And Jess is like, yeah, you nearly kill me. And he just gives it the ha, ha, ha.
2: So yeah. I
1: don't know if you, <laughs> you cop that as well. When, yeah. Uh,
2: or I'll read my program and I'll be like nervous all week about a session that he set at the end of the week. And he'll be like, oh, you'll be right. Like literally <laughs> sympathy, like just get on with it. You'll be fine.
1: Uh, mattress.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have to remind him that when he sets himself some marathon sessions. No, you'll you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be right. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And we got November to reveal as well.
2: Yeah. Um. So November is Julie Norni, who is breaking age group records. So, uh, broke the three k age group record at was it Box Hill?
1: Big, big miles, yeah. Box Hill. Big miles,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So super impressive. I know I've raced her for years and years and years. Um, and yeah, never seems to slow down. So it's just yeah, yeah amazing. Watching her still run so strong and her mm. form's amazing. So yeah. Very yeah.
1: impressive. Move so well around the track. Yeah. 1053, she ran for the Victorian state record of uh 55 plus. Yeah.
3: So, so impressive. I-
1: yeah, I landed on the um Run the Tan website today and we are doing a bit of a bit of research and Julie's just like, they've got the top 10 list on there and they've broken it down by age. But Julie's just like absolutely littered across a number of the categories. She's the so fastest ever oh, from 55 to 59 to go around the tan and uh, 14, 16.
2: So yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, so you did that last uh. Must have been, yeah, last this year. So at this year's Run the Tan event. So, and yeah, she's got a number of records across there. And yeah, she's she just continues to smash a coach by mad So yeah, going to be a big 2024, no doubt, for her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So impressive. Again, another really nice, like, yeah, just a nice person, always supports everyone else around her. I just saw it. We, I actually saw it at the wellness run as well. On, Sunday, they're supporting a nephew running, so out of yeah. all of the crowd, it was her I bumped into. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, amazing.
1: Two worthy winners, so they'll get their hands on, we'll get their feet on some shoes, mate. Someday. Yeah, some yep, shoes. I'm not sure
2: what Julie's picked, but uh, Jess picked well, she's got a pair of Super Blasts.
1: Oh, yeah. So I'd like to
2: pick a pair of shoes, yeah. That would be the one I'd recommend. Are
1: they your go-to well. at the moment, or what, what are you doing your – what are you doing? Easy, long and sessions in?
2: Um they're my long run shoe of choice. So Wednesdays and Sundays, I wear the super blasts. Mm-hmm. I'd wear them every day if I could. I love them that much. Um, but I ban myself. Um easy runs are the nimbus or the nova blasts. Um and sessions or usually the meta speeds, but I also wear the magic speeds. So I'm not always wearing super shoes. They're like the half super shoe, half not super shoe. Like it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and then randomly where Eva rides, <laughs> Eva hill strides or something. I just, <laughs> I just rotate whatever.
1: Uh, I think so, you're you can't go wrong. You got a really good mix across all their range now. So Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. And um, yeah, I think they're fixing. I know the Nova Blasts. I used to be a little anxious about running in the rain with them. Um, okay. And same with the Nimbus, and that's been their one improvement. So they fixed the, the sole on those, which is good.
0: Have you had a bit of a sneak peek at what's in store for 2024 for Asics? So a bit of an idea on what the marathon shoe of choice might be, or is it something that you, like, you're already running in?
2: No, I actually haven't looked at all. Like literally the last month I've been living in my own little bubble. Um, so they've probably announced stuff. I've just not looked at all. It's literally been focus on family, surviving the end of work, (laughs) and
0: that's it. (laughs) You have had a bit on, to be
2: Yes, yeah. So, yeah, I am still playing catch-up on life, I think. Um, So, yeah, I haven't really looked that far ahead. So let's hope, yeah, the rest of the year and next year is a little less stressful. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, well embraced well yeah with mattress at the helm I know you'll be uh, putting your feet up too long because uh
2: oh if it's not Ollie really... it's Matt yep <laughs> combined yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah well on that note you're probably you're probably due to put in the bed
2: mattress. yeah yep Ollie's already in bed it's definitely our old man mattresses <laughs> too, too. <laughs>
1: uh, that joke doesn't get old. no day. it really doesn't
2: <laughs> I can always play it too because I'm a couple of years younger thank
1: you again Gemma. it's always fun catching up We're loving your progress and yeah exciting to to see what happens in 2024 with uh the marathon maybe two marathons
2: yeah yep yeah we'll see um i'm a little anxious because i've heard uh, a few horror stories from moose about taking um children over to japan pre-marathon so um we'll see what happens there (laughs) (laughs) but yeah thanks for having me on guys and nah, looking good. forward to announcing the December Athlete of the Month.
1: Yeah, there's already been some good performances laid down, so um, it's going to be another tough one
0: to pick.
2: I know, it never gets easier.
0: <laughs> it's a nice, nice problem to have.
2: It is, it is, yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Gemma. We'll chat soon.
2: Yep, sounds good. See you guys.
1: Thanks, mate. Joining us this week on the Better With Running podcast. We have an athlete that signed up back in August, 2020 at that time, she'd done a first marathon in 2016, had her eyes on some ultras and some trail events. We matched her up with Josh Harris down in Tassie. And our next guest comes from Brisbane, Jasmine Singh. Welcome to better with running
3: podcast. Hey guys.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us, mate. Um, Got got lots to chat about tonight. I think, um, you know, one of the beauty or beautiful things about being able to catch up with our athletes is we can add a bit of context to their results because I think if we circle back to the start of October, um, and look, I, I don't expect everyone to have a photographic memory, but there would have been some results pop up and one of them would have featured some highlights from the Berlin Marathon and, and your name popped up, mate, with a little PB bell next to it. And mm. um, you're like, wow, he, you know, here's someone who's run a PB. At the berlin marathon but um there's a bit more to it than that and we'll, we'll talk about that more soon but how are you going how have you recovered post berlin
3: really good actually i was walking fine the next day and i um was at Oktoberfest drinking beers <laughs> <So> <laughs> after <laughs> the way run. to recover was, yeah. like, an like after party for everyone yeah. Like um, post celebration, everyone just ends up at Oktoberfest and you can see a few people with their medals or their shirts. Um, yeah, that's uh, so I'd say I, I recovered pretty well.
0: <laughs> was that was that something that Josh put into the plan, sort of a good sort of yeah. sixty to <laughs> a eighty minutes history. easy at Oktoberfest? Because yeah. I know that Josh <laughs> is a big fan of beer. Um yeah. some of his best running performances have come in association. <laughs> With the beer fluid.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: It was one of the factors that attracted me to going to Josh as a coach. I saw that he like beer and I was like great, I do too. <laughs>
0: have have you given the beer mile a crack? Is that something that you've sort of, <laughs> of spoken about with Josh?
3: No, but now that we've talked about it, I'll have to.
0: Um, <laughs> particularly and like would we be sort of ripping some stines like from Germany? Oh. Oh yeah. I-
3: I do like a good German beer. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is pretty hot here in Brisbane. So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to crack open a beer and do a run that way rather than just be sweating <laughs> and dying in the heat. And, eat.
0: and we, we do stress before I get any hate mail. Um, always drink responsibly, people. Um, we, yes. are not, we, we are not supporting in drinking at all. <laughs> um, I can't even drink because even the smell of alcohol will cause me to be oh. unwell. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so very much always drink responsibly. That's probably the best part of community service you get out of them It's mm-hmm. <laughs> But no, very good. Jasmine, how did you actually get started in running? When did this all start? How did you get hooked? What do you love about it?
3: Yeah, so I've always been like kind of a sporty kid. Um, so I played lots of team sports, in particular like soccer, And then um, I'm also like, oh, like I did a bit of cross country at school. I think 200 meters is kind of my thing. Um, And it was once I finished uni, I'm like, what are those people that has like, what's the next thing to achieve? Like I'm very goal orientated. Um, And I got to this point where I was like, well, what's next? Um, And then I had a friend who suggested doing a park run. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll give that a crack. But before that, I'd already done like a half marathon, like off, like no training. Now when I look back at it, I go, oh my gosh, how did I do that? Back like 2011, <laughs> trying to avoid my like thesis at uni. <laughs> like a 10K, like we have a, a really popular fun run here called Bridge to Brisbane. Did that to also probably avoid studying as well. Um, so I always I'd, I'd always been able to like complete the distance like a half marathon or a 10k, but didn't seriously think of like um, oh maybe I'll give something like a marathon a crack um, until probably around 2015 2016 um, when I started doing these park runs and started to become aware of like some local like running clubs and joining them and going what's this like structured training all about because. I did structured training for, like, soccer, but not for, like, anything running uh, specific.
1: Yeah, and it looks like you found a a really good community in Brisbane and we were able Mm. to, like, establish yourself in the running scene there. Like, your, (laughs) um, your Instagram is littered with just amazing events that you've been to, finish line photos. You look like you're just having a ball out there just Mm. around that progression as a runner like what are the some of the things that yeah you've learned along the way just from that early beginning of just jumping into halves to to really getting into into the races and and look we you know as far as berlin but even just that Mm. stage where you started to take things more seriously and getting some running
3: Mm. um oh that's a good question I learned through the progression of it? Um, I, I think I learned that running is like a team sport is probably something that really surprised me early on because of the running community, even though it was like you're the one who's running the actual race in the end, but it's all the people along the way that you do these training sessions with. It's like this real camaraderie, real sort of like we support each other, boost each other up. Um, that's something I've learned. And then I think the actual races itself have learned I've learned a lot about my own mental toughness and grit, mm. and oh, I like finishing my first marathon, for example. Just going, wow! Like I managed to find a way to do that, and how amazing is that? And yeah, I think you find find out a lot about yourself. At least that's what my experiences mean.
1: Mm. So, what do you do outside of running? Like, I know you you're out there training a lot, but have you have you been able to? kind of take some of those learnings you talked about grit and, and getting through some tough times and you know resilience mm. and you've used it in your day-to-day life as well
3: yeah so um i'm actually a psychologist that's what i do outside of running like, that's my day job <laughs> <So> <laughs> that might have a little bit to do with how i talk about running how it's like this journey and it's uh, this this mental stuff and uh it's probably got a bit to do with my work um and um and yeah, I probably do yeah, I probably do kind of like take some of that on board in other areas of my life. Can't think of some examples off the top of my head. Um Hmm. I probably do. I'll probably find a really good answer later.
1: <laughs>
0: <It's> all right, put <laughs> you on the spot there. <laughs> yeah. Since you started with Josh. Mm. You now we're going back at a couple of years and you know there's Mm -hmm. obviously been COVID's happened and Mm. you know various different races but just thinking to some of the improvements that you've made and what's probably been the one of the PBs that have really stood out like obviously Berlin would be really special um Mm. but yeah is there one that sort of um has meant a bit more than any of the others or yeah
3: Mm. oh I feel like like I've done PBs and they're awesome and they're great but I feel like I have more PBs like to come if that makes sense like, um, like one of my actually one of my PBs it's kind of funny actually it's my 5k PB and it's in the middle of a training session and no one <laughs> saw it <laughs> <laughs> like it's on it's on Strava there's evidence I did it um, and I remember that feeling of like... Oh my gosh, I did this thing. Um, but, so no one saw it, which was kind of funny. Um, but I think it kind of showed me there's actually potential there for even more. So um, yeah, all the PBs have been unique in their own way, but that one, that one's definitely unique.
1: Yeah, I know Josh um, had sent through a few comments around just your, and I think you've already echoed like just the way you would approach your running and you take on the challenges but you ha- you, you sort of also uh, I guess yeah I can sort of sense how you just really enjoy enjoy being out there and you're getting so much from it and and sort of like you mentioned going on this journey and some of the races you've done like you've done a lot of some trail events some of these uh longer ultra events like how hard does it get in those 50k like is there been points where you've just like what am I doing out here or you've Being able to
3: just like pain and misery (laughs) (laughs) the, the, the (laughs) the hotter the race is the steeper the race is um i think the more i i don't know the more i go wow i conquered that like how awesome is that um but i also feel like everyone's kind of got their own sort of maybe thing that their body's kind of really well suited to and It's funny how I, I, you know, did the 5K at like park runs and, you know, do this 10K fun run and like half marathons. Oh, do this marathon as a bucket list item. And then realized that, oh, I think I'm actually suited to endurance Mm -hmm. (laughs) and never thought I would be. Um, So then extended a little bit further and then realized, oh, I'm actually suited to like something that's really hot and really steep for some reason.
1: (laughs) (laughs) with some of the sessions josh sets like is there a few that like you say you'll enjoy the pain and there's a few that come up (laughs) is there any that you've looked at and gone oh i don't know like josh maybe this is a bit too much you've been drinking today or like is it is it actually (laughs) yeah what what are some of the favorite sessions and then maybe are they the hardest ones
3: Yeah, probably. Well, my favorite run in general is the long run. Um, That's my favorite. So if it's like go and run for two, three hours, I I love long runs. Um, I don't think I've ever complained about Josh's sessions. (laughs) I'll just do them. Like some of my favorites are um, apart from the long run is um, this continuous, like um, hill loops and stuff that we'll do. Um, They're, they're tough and I'll look at it going, okay, I have to do this for like a certain amount of time, but I feel really good after I've done it. Um, or um, like I said, that, that that interval session where I did a 5K PB, um, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know. And then I did it. And like, I do trust the process and trust that he knows what sort of paces I can do. So mm-hmm. something I've actually learned from him pretty early on is that I can do my speed work faster than I think I can. Um, yeah. So that was something I learned pretty early on. Um, um, and um, just that um sense of like self-belief. He has like this like enthusiasm and positivity to everything. And I really feed off that too, especially with me where I kind of can get a bit hard on myself or get very nervous. That's a really big thing. I'll get nerves before like a race is happening and I'm trying to settle it down. And then he has this way of like, um, I guess, giving me that self-belief of like, yeah, you know, you can do this. Right. I'll be mm. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Jasmine
3: mm.
0: Berlin marathon. I want to, yeah. i wanna have never chat about this. So I think on the surface, so people that don't know you or maybe they saw this pop up on Strava or Instagram and they saw you ran a 90-second-ish PB, nearly two Mm. minutes. I think, wow, she's had a great run. That's awesome. But but that just doesn't do it justice, I don't reckon. (laughs) Take us back about two and a half months. So Mm. two and a half months prior to Burley. What sort of shape were you in? And um, what were your marathon prospects looking like about, you know, sort of 10 weeks out from Berlin?
3: Yeah. So about 10 weeks out was the Gold Coast Marathon. Um, And I was hoping to do the marathon, but couldn't make it to the start line because I'd had um, a quad injury um, that had been kind of like lingering around and was bothering me a bit. Um, And then I was also probably quite exhausted from like burnout um, outside of running. Um, and I just managed to do the 10K at Gold Coast Marathon. I think I had scraped together probably three weeks of training um, and um, finished the 10K and was like, I'm just glad I completed a race. Um, so that's where I was at about two and a half months before Berlin Marathon.
0: So we go from there and we begin the journey to Berlin, what what was the build-up like? Because mm. I'm thinking 10 weeks out, having just finished the 10K, off three weeks of training, we're probably not ready to roll any three-hour long runs or marathon-specific sessions or anything like that. But what sort of plan and I guess you talked before about running being a team sport mm. and sort of your um, you had a bit of a team come together Mm. do you want to tell us a bit more about your team and the plan that you put in place with josh and your team as far as what you Mm. did to try and prepare
3: Mm. so um first i had a really good chat with josh she kind of i feel like i was trying to convince him can i do this marathon i know it's 10 weeks away yeah (laughs) Because I knew in my head that sounded ridiculous, 10 weeks. Like, that's not enough training. So I'll start off with, like, I was well aware 10 weeks is not a lot of time to prepare for a marathon. Um, But the story I had before that is I didn't make it to the Gold Coast Marathon start line for two years in a row. And then 2021, um, they cancelled a couple of days before the race and I was primed for this awesome PB I was going to do. And it just never happened. Um, so I got to this point where I was like, when's this marathon going to happen? Because Sydney marathon was just a little too soon. Melbourne, I heard it sold out and I just didn't want to wait another year. So I was like telling Josh, like, you know, that I can turn this into a holiday and all this stuff. And I was just desperate <laughs> to do it. <a> <laughs> and I did say, I'll check with my, you know, with my physio because I, I I do have a physio I see quite frequently. So the team I started developing with Josh um, was my physio who I'd see weekly and a strength and conditioning coach um, that I'd see like twice a week, just to make sure I was strong and resistant to some of the injuries that I'd had before some of my weak points. Um, And I um, got in touch with like two of my friends that I used to do some long runs with and went, I need some long run buddies. Um, I do enjoy running by myself, but I knew going from 10Ks to suddenly, yeah, like you said, the two, three-hour long runs, I'm like, I think I need some people to keep me accountable. So I recruited some friends. <laughs>
1: the runner's jam.
3: Cruise.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so And
1: the, the gym, lifting weights twice a week, that was mm-hmm. like... How was that added into the, the week? Like, were you feeling that on top of your own? Like, how are you how are you balancing everything? Because it seems like a lot a lot from yeah. where you were.
3: <laughs> yeah, so back when I was doing the ultra marathons and was really primed for that um, Gold Coast Marathon in 2021, I was doing a lot of weight training at the same time. Um, so it's something I've done in my training for a while, um, but I do it on the days off from running. So it'd be like um, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday is my usual running day. So Monday, Wednesday would be weight training. And then um, I didn't do it in this training block, but I'd also um, ride on my uh, road bike as well. It's like a bit of cardio like um, recovery. Um, I I do have a lifestyle that's very flexible and can accommodate to the training (laughs) I'm talking about as well. So it's not like I have, kids or all these other commitments and things like that so i know the training um can sound like a lot um but i do enjoy all those different parts of the training like i do enjoy um lifting weights um, i do enjoy running i do enjoy like um you know getting on my road bike that sort of stuff
0: yeah Come race day obviously a lot has happened to even get you to berlin but what what were the emotions like in the lead up to the start of the race
3: oh so many nerves (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we did um, the really interesting thing about this training block which is maybe what added to the nerves is I kind of didn't know where I was at so we did a half marathon at sunny coast but it was more of like just getting used to being in a race again, where I had to use like water stations and everything. But I'd done like, I think eight long runs that were 20 plus Ks, which is probably in a 10 week block, which is probably a lot compared to other times I've done a marathon. Um, And I I just didn't know like what goal time to go for. I think Josh and I didn't even talk about that until like two days before the race of like what my race plan would be um so there's a lot of nerves going am I going to finish it how's it going to go like um is the body going to hold up but I think I was most nervous about like what time I might get
1: and even through that whole process of even getting the line there was a little bit in your in your head that was like I still want this pv oh yeah yeah
3: Yeah. Yeah, definitely (laughs)
1: Because a lot of people getting to the start line is unbelievable, like ten minutes mm. out for where you were. But
3: mm. yeah, yeah, getting to when I got to that start line, that's when I actually cried. When I noticed that we're moving up in our section, and they start like, <laughs> amping up the crowd, getting us all happy, yeah. and I'm just, meanwhile just like tears streaming down because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, I've actually made it here. Yeah. it was such a big deal um and then yeah it was just up to like trusting the training and just finishing
0: and then as the race wore on like the nerves beforehand are completely understandable because it's all about the what if and how's this going to go and a lot of the unknown but as the race unfolded how did that evolve
3: oh yeah there wasn't nerves after that (laughs) (laughs) it was just like gang face on okay now i'm in like now i'm doing this marathon like Let's let's get it done. Let's see how this goes. Yeah.
0: And that's where that, that grit and that drive and that determination took over.
3: Mm, yeah.
0: What about the atmosphere on course? Like they have, I think they have up to a million people across
1: the course watching.
3: Oh yeah. Like the, Oh my gosh. I think they had like bands playing and things like that, which you normally hear. Like it was just so many people out watching and just cheering. Um and getting like really close too. <laughs> so <laughs> never felt so like. Um, I don't know, claustrophobic on a course before because there was forty two thousand I think people and it just felt like it was this mass block of people running all at right. the same time um but yeah it was just a lot of noise a lot of like cheering just the whole way it wasn't like there was any part that was kind of quiet it was just people watching you know all along the course
1: wow and your splits, we were look, Chris, and I were um, we're nerding out over how consistent <laughs> your splits were, uh, and just locked in, just kept knocking out 25, 26 minute 5ks. And oh uh, my
3: god, you guys checked that out! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely, we do our research, don't worry about that. <laughs>
3: oh, uh, gosh, I know that's like, that too. too. <laughs>
1: hear the backstory, then to know you've gone on PV, like it's yeah still blows our mind that yeah uh, you know, on the day and talk about someone who gets nervous on a, on a race day you know that's nerve-wracking when you're going to berlin and uh, yeah
3: i did do it at home i did like somewhat overseas <laughs> had, had to like control my own diet how i was sleeping like yeah. jet lag like just just throw in all these oh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah did you see those three k's though where i hit the wall though
0: <laughs> so it looks like there may have been some dark moments um, yeah. scattered between 35 and 40 kilometres. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things started, I think, as soon as you could see the Brandenburg gates, um, <laughs> the adrenaline might have surged again and, and took hold.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to finish. That's when I started crying again, is at the end That's of
0: the day. That's right more tears. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah 400 metres to go. And I was there like, like it. I, it's, I actually was sobbing because I could hear myself and I'm like, is anyone else hearing me just going? <laughs> like while I'm running yeah. the last couple of hundred metres and then I was like, wow, I did it. Because there's that last sort of K or two where you're like trying to mentally calculate what yeah. it could be, but you also know you're probably going to run an extra 600 metres because there's so many people you're trying to run around. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like also tired and fatigued and you know yeah. runners like our brains don't function very well that far into a race <laughs> in the last 400 meters i was like oh i think i'm actually gonna get it
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cool mm. hey uh chris i think uh we got a few questions that we could ask uh, throw jasmine's way
0: some quick ones
1: yeah, medium size ones. We <laughs> told off for calling them quick because
0: they're not always quick. They're like threshold questions. You know? yeah. yeah. No, that's what well, mate. Like to start with a couple of easy ones. Mm. You, you'll know the answers to these. So, um, watch. What sort of watch do you have? Garmin, Chorus.
3: I have a Garmin. I'd like to try a Chorus, but the really weird thing with my Garmin is I have a triathlon watch because I just prefer the smaller face. <laughs> it's a really weird thing um i have a tri watch
0: <laughs> no that's okay just for those people who aren't familiar with tri watches what like brand of garmin watch is it specifically uh,
3: i think it's a 735 xt
0: okay mm. oh, i don't know too much about that one <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like, it still give you all the data which is good hmm no, that's all right. Um, iPhone or Android?
3: I have an iPhone.
0: Yep. And as do every single one of the guests um, yeah. that we've had on the show, except Zaka, the host of the show. <laughs> Zaka <Zachary laughs> refuses <iPhone>. to perform. <laughs> um, Favourite beer?
3: Oh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. can go just, local, overseas. Beer. Well, I do like German beer. Um, I'm not really into like sours or stouts. Like, I'm probably more into like just plain old pale ale, something mm. very easy and drinkable and nice and cold.
1: <laughs> mm. Got a brewery uh, up in Brisbane as a fave or any spots Ooh, up there? You cool. recommend? I um, know I know Story Bridge there's a nice uh, place for a drink.
3: Yeah, where I live is kind of in what we call or what I've heard is called the Bermuda Triangle because it's like five breweries. <laughs> in me. Yeah. I once lived across the road from the breweries. So. Wow, that's dangerous.
0: <laughs> Has anyone disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle?
3: <laughs> Probably while drinking beer. <laughs> uh,
0: no, so if like if someone was going to say jazz, I need mm. you to recommend me one. What are we going with?
3: Oh. Mm. I'm going to like, say of Brewing pro, pro because it's just across the road. It's really close. Shout
0: <laughs> out to your sponsor. <laughs>
3: <Yeah.
0: laughs> no, nah, very good. Hey, one piece of advice for 18-year-old Jasmine.
3: Um, just go for it. Whatever you're thinking of you want to do. Um, yeah, what do you have to lose? Yeah almost uh, probably my ch- attitude to this Berlin marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just went for it as like yeah,
0: what yeah. Time to lose. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst that could happen?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lose a few toenails. <laughs> <Yeah>. Favorite <laughs> gel. Also,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> nah, that's all right. What favorite gel? Cuz I imagine in the build up you would have um obviously and look you you love your long distances, you love your long runs, but what's mm. you go to gel?
3: Uh, Morton I had um, oh, yeah. using that yeah they had it on course as well and I like the powdered like mix the, the drink, drink mix, mix. Oh, yeah yeah
1: yeah any any truth to the rumor that you came back with a suitcase uh, maybe with some extra Morton off the course <laughs>
3: <laughs> no but I didn't use up all of the Morton that I had so I came back with some
0: <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's expensive you save every drop of that precious Morton goodness yeah
3: yeah <laughs> Yeah, should have grabbed an extra couple of gels when they had it on course at like the thirty something yeah. mark.
0: Well, mate, yeah. I can't believe I can't believe they don't sell it at customs in the airport. Mm. It should be just like duty free alcohol, really.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. Now, look, obviously, you've experienced Berlin and sort of have being part of those dizzying highs. It can take away from some of what we would consider our epic events within Australia. But now that you've got a bit of a taste for it, if there was any race in the world that you could go and do now, what one would you choose?
3: Oh, you know, an interesting question I've been asked after I, so I thought, oh yeah, I'll do like the major marathon. And, and I didn't realize how big they were and how much of a big deal. they <laughs> yeah. And so the question I get asked a lot is like, do you want to do one of the other ones? Um, I'd like to probably, I'd like to do maybe Chicago Marathon or New York Marathon. Um, is like, um, but I, I do like Gold Coast Marathon. Like, I just, I'd, I'd love to do that again too.
0: Nice.
1: What about any of the epic trail runs or... Barclays, mm. what is it? The Barclays Marathon or Western you know, oh.
0: Western States?
1: <laughs> oh,
3: don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: this is this is open checkbook stuff. This. Like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Brady's paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: Like there's Tarawira, which is in like New Zealand in February. Yeah,
0: Virginia.
3: yeah. Like I'd love to do that. UTMB would be awesome. Um, That's like so <laughs> I, I just need uh, I just need enough time to train.
0: <laughs> yeah. Would would like a good twelve week block be enough?
3: <laughs> Just, an extra Just a couple with. of
0: extra weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: I'll be able Shout to out. do
0: it. Shout out to Josh listening. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Just do a hundred mile race off twelve weeks. Yeah.
0: Falling off his chair. Why not? Um, <laughs> no, well, hopefully that'd be probably on the bike at the moment. Josh on Zwift. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully he hasn't. Um, he hasn't stacked it. <laughs> <laughs> Now you mentioned before that you um, you don't mind running alone, but you did get to experience running running with a group and some mates in the build up to Berlin. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make you choose. What do you prefer, running,
3: running by myself or with a group? Yeah. Um. Strangely, I like running by myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not strange. <laughs> no, not What's... strange. Okay. Okay. I thought it was strange. So yeah. um. So. Uh, I feel like I want to explain why. (laughs) So I feel like I can really hit um, what paces I want for like intervals when I do it by myself. Um, And I think with long runs, I really love it when my brain switches off and it's just like quite meditative and like it's actually, um, I find it really lovely running by myself, have time to myself, whereas um, when I do it with others, and it's also nice in its own way, we have a chat and things like that. Um, but yeah, just seeing everything going past and just letting things tick along in my head and be like, yeah, just really relaxed. Uh, I like that when I run by myself.
1: Very good. No music? No earpods in or you're, when you're on solo by yourself?
3: Um, I'll have like, yeah, I'll have music playing in the background, but it won't be like the main thing I'm tuning into, Yeah. I can't listen to a podcast while I'm running. <laughs> like, I've, heard that. I've heard a few that. like, Yeah. Hmm.
0: That's all right. Favorite running sock.
3: Ooh. Um Favorite running sock. What's the socks that always go to? There's these like compression type ones i like i like okay i like anything that's colorful and crazy so if it's okay. like you have a lot of socks showing and there's a color and it matches with my shoes and my yeah. outfit if you've checked out my instagram with all my running photos i basically look like um, a unicorn threw up on me because <laughs> I <don't know.
2: laughs>
3: like yeah. polka dots stripes yeah like, awesome like, Stocks that would match that.
0: <laughs> we we definitely have a number of members in the community who are very passionate about their kit. Um, I'm one of them. But um, if you're ever needing some inspiration, um, particularly on colours, um, mm. all styles, shapes, Paul reason, he's our our go-to man for all things fashion. Um, mm. He right he's bright he's he does good base colors like you name it he, he's he got it so if you're after some tips like on some you might prefer the unicorn um that's just had a few too many pale ales and um yeah. sort of express their their fashion tastes um all over yourself but look um there's nothing wrong with color i mean be bold and have fun so no that's cool do you is there a particular brand that you enjoy more than any other or
3: um I think there's a local brand that does like try outfits and running outfits called Foho. They do like really cool, like running shorts that are lot longer um, mm. and um, they pull up higher as well, but they have all these colorful designs. Funnily enough, two people um, found me during the um, race at Berlin marathon and recognized me because of my clothes. Oh wow. <laughs> like, that, hey, you're that... that girl that runs down like the river who does long runs. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> was like you do trail runs. I was like, yeah, I do. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Can, Just, yeah, we're at the other side of the world but um they recognize me because of my running outfit.
0: Can, is it too soon to use code Jasmine for 10% off?
3: <laughs> uh no, I'm not sponsored or an ambassador for them.
0: <laughs> not 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 yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> No, that's all right. Just keep tagging them, mate. Keep tagging them. Work on those hashtags. I'm sure <laughs> you'll be a chance. Track, <laughs> road or trails? What do you prefer to run on? Where's the most fun?
3: <laughs> Just a trail straight away. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> have I you love- done
1: a race on the track before? Have you ever Have you Will run on
3: the track? No, but I'd love to give it a crack because I reckon I actually have um, – I don't, I don't mean to, like, brag. I don't want to sound like I'm <laughs> – I think I have some really good top-end speed and I just yeah. haven't – yeah. it.
0: bit of harking back to the 200-metre days. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I, one of my uh, – actually, one of my favourite sessions that Josh gave me once, um, training for a trail ultra, was to do this threshold run and then we did um, just 200-metre reps after that and I found it so fun – because I just got to let rip for 200 metres yeah. um, a couple of tyres and just be like, oh, that's a bit fun. Yeah.
0: Is there, do you have the urge maybe just to pop um, down to the track one day, whip out a pair of spikes and and sort of hit a few 200s pretty quick just to go back to the, the younger days?
3: Yeah, that would be fun. Um, yeah, I'd love to give that a crack. i would be interesting to see, like, yeah, how fast mm-hmm. I could go. <laughs>
0: and hopefully not to get, let Josh know that you ripped a quarter a car for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Hey um, favorite shoes, both for easy days and for race days slash sessions.
3: Mm, I have like 10 pairs of shoes.
0: <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> this is, this is yeah. a safe space. this yeah, absolutely we encourage this kind of behavior
3: oh you do great my outfits they have to match Mm, very important um i probably rotate between a few for easy days but um my my long runs when i run easy is um the zirconi endorphin um speed i know they're supposed to be for speed work but i love them for easy running and i like how they're quite light and um Mm -hmm. i feel my feet feel great in them. And then, um, I did Berlin in the uh, six metaspeed sky plus Mm. is the shoes I had. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, they were great. They were awesome. I find, I'd love to, I'd love to be someone that can wear Nikes. Um, but my feet just are just don't seem to fit right. It's hard to lace it up. There's something about my feet and Nike shoes that just don't work well. (laughs) Um, but I've got a pair, but they wouldn't be maybe the ones I'd race in.
0: Uh, very nice. <laughs> Do you have a favourite Australian athlete, whether it's male, female, both? Is there anyone that you sort of like to follow on the on the international scene?
3: Ooh, like currently or before?
0: Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, you can go back. Either or, both. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I still cry when I watch Kathy Freeman win the 400 meter. Um, uh, yeah, at the that was... yeah, that one hits like a certain spot for me. I love the Olympics. I love mm. watching it, but I felt like that was one of my like early memories of like mm. watching someone run and like really actually like be invested and care about it. And then just to see, and the like,
1: pressure she had. Like, oh, like, yeah. You could see how, like, if you go back and watch the footage, her face, it just you could tell she had so much pressure on yeah, her. So pressure. Yeah,
3: so um, much But I feel like every Australian probably remembers where they were when they watched that. Mm. I remember I was, like, rushing <laughs> from getting, like, takeaway pizza or something with one of my parents. Well, I've got to get home to watch this race yeah. that we all need to watch. And I was, like, eating pizza and and Mm. watching the race and then just being like, just wow, like in awe of her. Mm.
0: With um, no doubt the 400 metres at the Olympics was absolutely incredible.
3: Mm.
0: Have you, and this is a little bit more of an obscure one, have you watched Cathy's run at the stall gift from 1995 or it might have been 1996 where she started off scratch, spotted the field a massive lead and, um, and beat them? Um, if you haven't seen it, I do recommend. I think, like, just given what you've just said, mm-hmm. if you pop onto YouTube and write mm-hmm. in Kathy Freeman and Stall Gift, um, mm-hmm. that I think that's something. If you haven't seen it,
3: mm. no, I
0: have. It's a say, bit, um, gets a bit feisty that race. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so yeah she um, bit handicap racing a little bit different to to. Um, track at the olympics um stall versus sydney slightly different settings but um are, you'll love this um I'd, i wish we could play it now and watch it all together but um podcasts don't quite work like that
3: so mm. oh, <laughs> this is so like oh, oh, <laughs> topic. <it's been laughs> track and racing and we talked about the beer mile obviously yeah i think the guy who won the beer mile this year or it must have been a race at the beer mile this year um his shoe fell off in the race and he kept running yeah. <laughs> and he still won, and I think he just missed the world record, which was his own world record, I think, by like yeah. a few seconds. And then my thought when he finished the race was, he should have done a shoey with that shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, it's
0: a no brainer, really. Yeah. Just like, writes exactly.
3: itself. <laughs> He's not Australian, so like that's why I didn't think of doing that. But <laughs> oh. yeah, <laughs> you should check out that. Race. <laughs>
0: Last one from me. So if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? B-
3: uh, breakfast,
0: breakfast, lunch and dinner every day.
3: Uh, um, My favourite curry that my mum makes. That's Ooh, what I... Yeah. Do tell.
0: Oh, hang on. We can't. We can't just let that. While we're speaking <laughs> of <them>. What what's <laughs> what's in it? Is it spicy? Is it mild? Like do we? Is it with rice? Do we have sort of more of nude like vegetarian? And we got
3: mm. what do we got? There? Yeah, what is yeah? So it's a it's an Indian curry that's vegetarian um, and it's spicy. And I think you can't go wrong with a nice home cooked meal. Yeah,
0: mm. is this suitable before a long run?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I have my honey on toast. That's suitable. For yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe post long run. Yeah, post long. Yeah, yeah. Where you just oh,
3: need
0: comfort all food. Yeah. See, yeah, I, I I do lie. Um, one of the popular questions that's going around at the moment. What's you What's your go to drink post long run? What's the first thing that you're taking <laughs> before you go to the brewery? <laughs> yeah, before you go to the brewery. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, so when I get home, I actually have this coconut water that's got passion fruit flavour in it. I like that. Or I might have sparkling water. I get bored of drinking water (laughs) because I've done it the whole long run. Um, So, yeah, some sort of, yeah, coconut water, sparkling water. Um, If I can't say beer, those are my answers.
1: (laughs) Uh, You nailed it because um, we, we just had our coach Gemma Maney on who won the Melbourne Marathon. In October mm. this year and her go to was um coconut water as well. So you're both on the on the right train there.
3: Yeah. That's the way to mm. go. Mm.
1: Nice and cold after a um yeah, a hot Brisbane run and some cold coconut. <laughs> go-
3: they did give us um non alcoholic beer at the Berlin Marathon finish line. So you got the, the beer taste at the end. Yeah. But it was so- non alcoholic. It was probably not great to have, um, you know, marathoners. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mate, they're staggering around without the beer um, yeah. post-run, let alone uh, with, a, with a big, tall, frosty glass of that. So,
1: yeah. Hey, um, before we let you go, twenty twenty-four, have you started to think about uh, anything on the horizon?
3: Mm. So, I have two races already booked in. Um, so, I've got two trail races. There's one middle of February and one middle of um, March. Um, but I just need to get that Gold Coast marathon done because I just haven't been able to do it for the last couple of years. So, yeah, I'd love to get a PB at Gold Coast. Um, yeah, that's what I'd like to do next year.
1: Love it. No, we'll be up there. Me and Chris, I mean, Chris, always make the pilgrimage up to the Gold Coast for mm-hmm. an amazing weekend of running. So we'll, um, we'll definitely be able to catch up there. Mm. Thanks so much for jumping on. It's been, um, yeah, it's been really cool to hear your journey. And like we sort of Chris outlined at the start of the show, just to, we saw some times around the Berlin Marathon, some of our athletes going around, you included, and then to now hear your story and how you got there. It's, um, yeah, really inspiring and a, quite a quite a tale. So um, thanks for sharing all that with us.
3: Thanks so much, guys. It was really good to um, debrief and have a chat about it.
0: Thank you. Uh, thank Thanks you.
1: Too. Oh, Chris, I I think every week we get um just astounded by our run to PP athletes and their stories and just learning so much about them in that short space of time. It's um it's really cool.
0: We're very blessed to have tremendous quality of people in our mm. community as well. So um, it's nice just to be able to share their stories. And as you said, sort of bring context to the results um, because, yeah, there's really some great people out there doing some pretty remarkable things. So it was great to to meet and um, have a really good chat to Jasmine tonight.
1: Yeah. And you can just tell the connection that obviously Jasmine and Josh have they've built over the years. And I know off air, she was sort of continuing to talk about what, you know, her and Josh and, <laughs> chats've had leading up to Berlin like it's just yeah it's so cool to to hear that and um yeah very mate um we have actually we yeah we've we've obviously made it about uh Gemma and Jasmine tonight we have sort of glazed over our weeks we've both got some some good training in we're recording on a Monday so we're a bit out of sync but we are doing that because you've got a race coming up this week
3: yeah tomorrow
0: night um yeah, I am going to do my best impression of a roast turkey tomorrow night. I'm going to jump in the oven. Um, <laughs> it's going to be 36 or 37 degrees. Is it really? Yeah, Bendigo tomorrow night. Um, well, there's a chance that it'll drop to 35 um, when when the race starts tomorrow night. So um, if I'm going to be completely honest, I'm absolutely shitting myself um, tomorrow night it- with the heat because I normally run. In the safe confines of the early morning and i haven't even been out for a jog in anything over 30 degrees at the moment mm. i think um last race was around 28 and a bit windy but certainly wasn't um hot whereas this is oh. p- potentially <laughs> um gonna get ugly so yeah it'd be interesting um, i'm very nervous but um, just have to remember it's we've just got a process to follow and um, the whether you can't control it, it is what it is. So, um, yeah, I'm not going over there with any great expectations of running a quick time, <laughs> um, but I still know that I can still run very sensibly and um, push yeah. myself. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be an experience for sure because I don't think I've run. I know Bendigo was pretty hot for the 5K earlier this year in feb but it wasn't i think that might have been 33 um 33 maybe 34 at a pinch but um somewhere around there so this will be a little bit warmer thankfully a bit shorter but we'll see we'll see
1: maybe uh they'll get andy out on the hose because i I did (laughs) see right i've done some races where yeah with I know steigen one year they uh they just rolled the hose out and just started spraying people through the through the laps. Like we did a ten k, and oh, it was a bloody hot night. And yeah, you just you're just getting around the lap, and you just your mouth's dry, and then you get this, uh, you know, two seconds of a of a bit of a shower from the from the hose, and then you, yeah, it's it is hot out there when you're in that on the track,
0: mate. I'll be hoping the CFA are there, um, pretty much <laughs> <laughs> with the old fire hose, just absolutely. <laughs> pumping it um, in the back straight. So, um, yeah, she's going to be warm. Um, I know they usually do run a sprinkler. Um, it was on last time we were there just um, giving some of the grounds a bit of a drink. So, um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. I just think, um, you know, it, I'll hopefully learn a lot from it if um, these conditions do happen to come up again. So, yeah, you can't can't pick and choose what, <laughs> what you want to run in on race day, so... Yeah, but um, if there is anyone out there with some sort of high-pressured soaker hose in the Bendigo area, you would be most welcome uh, if you were That's down right. Start pinging water bombs at you from the... Uh... <laughs> water bombs, um, look, soaker hose. Um, yeah. Super the, sopper. Super sopper, Nerf guns that have been soaked in <laughs> water. Um, yeah, look, you, you name it. Um, I'll even accept... Um, you know, bean bags that have been sitting in a cold, icy bucket of water. If you want to yeah. throw those at me, um, I'll dodge them. Um, I might not be able to <laughs> on the last lap, but if you want to come down, hurl a bit of those, um, and I'm in a bit of encouragement at the same yeah. time. That's pretty cool. I'll take
1: it. An open invite, man. I'm tempted to get in the car tomorrow and just come down to do that. <laughs> you have to <laughs> run with me, though. Oh, okay,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> These conditions
1: be. have been wild. I ran, we trained Saturday, Sunday, and just rain. Mm session most of the mornings we oh. Ran. oh sunday wasn't it was sort of humid but not like and even tonight when you said 30 i just looked at the weather I'm like okay it's now 30 31 or something but it was only 19 in melbourne so
0: oh, well put it into perspective tomorrow is going to have a top of 37 and then saturday it's back down to 23 yeah like come on that's not it's fair hard to get used to this and adjust. <laughs> adjust. No,
1: I'll be watching with interest, mate. Be waiting for that Strava upload. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see the
0: body count. Hopefully, it's a bit lower this this week from the uh the kids. Yeah, no. Hopefully, I don't kick as many people. And um, mate, if I survive the race, I'll, uh, I'll gladly put it up, <laughs> put it up on Strava. But um, yeah, thoughts and prayers g- gladly accepted. Yeah, course of course, the next twenty four hours. <laughs> hey, mate. Um,
1: before we wrap up. There was something that came across our desks, and it's mm. uh, we're gonna go with it as world record chat. Mm. It's an unverified world record, but it's something, mate. Uh, right? I was back from that long run, and I I was thinking, yeah, I did pretty well. I did um 18k out the Ara flats, and hung on to some, um, some speedy runners. I was well um well out of my league, just hanging on there. But I got back to a message. That uh had come through from a run to PB athlete Dale Fooder, who's coached by Brady. And uh I saw he sent through a Strava map as the image. And it had me intrigued. I thought it was a bit of a, you know, where Strava sometimes goes a little bit off, off piss and just um just throws your map into the into the ocean. Um, yeah.
0: You probably don't run along the ocean much. Well, but... <laughs> not, not a lot of ocean in Shepparton, but um, there, occasionally we might see a little straight line some somehow... You see uh, it around uh... lakes, you know, like mm-hmm. at Elwood
1: Park, often you see just this straight line across a lake and it's like, well, you, someone's walked across water here. But this one was a, a big circle going around the uh, a, a bit of water and I looked at it again and then read the message and it had 42K. What's going on here? And uh, Dale had sent through saying that um, one of his mates in the Striders, a running club he's involved with, um, it's his actual birthday and he's gone and run on a cruise ship, a marathon to celebrate his birthday. There's a four, I believe it's a 400 meter track on there, and he's jumped on and rolled a three hour oh three marathon on on the cruise ship as it was parked out in the um i think he said he took advantages took advantage of the quiet track passengers lured to the shores of Numia, so he's in the like what's that outside of france um mm-hmm. he's just gone all right you guys can get off i'm gonna jump on here and uh, roll a marathon and according to Dale, the world record for a boat marathon is three fourteen. So he's absolutely smashed that. This bloke's run two forty five before from her. So um, what a legend! And uh, I just yeah,
0: astounding really. Astound! I, oh, I just I just can't. <laughs> I mean, having a look at the the map, um, it actually it's. You know, we think you know, you say track, but this thing, this is maps shaped like a submarine, yeah. Um, it's like a cylinder, it's maybe mm-hmm. I'm thinking you know, 175 meters long either side with a little turn, yeah. It's not a four, it's
1: not a circle, is it?
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> it's um, it's a skinny submarine. Um, <laughs> it could be like you know, it's a similar shape to a bunning sausage. Um, I think yeah. if you know, if we're sort of um, it's, it's a bit fun. more local, but. Um, 42k three hours and three and in the in the notes Shane has mentioned that he's taking advantage of a quiet track because the passengers have been lured to the shores of Namia. that's where I'd be like I'd be joining the passengers I, yeah. I would have to get out and about and go I'm going to run a marathon I've got to do it on the, on the paths and the streets and, and the now look that's I don't have a great deal of knowledge of the place I'm hoping it's a nice safe <laughs> place with lots of amazing places to run but that is keen. That is um, six hundred meters of elevation. I don't know if he's got to go. Um, well, I think like perhaps the seas were a little bit rough yeah. <laughs> that day, and um, the boat the boat was rocking a little bit while he ran. Um, you would hope not, because sea sickness is, is a real thing, and that could present all kinds of problems. But six hundred meters of elevation, I, I would hope that the ship isn't on a lean. There's no Titanic. Um, going on there in uh, while it's in port. But um, I just, yeah, that is that is a lot of laps. That, um, like, I'd be interested, did he go the same way the whole time? Um, mm-hmm. Looks like he has, yeah,
1: I don't know. I reckon he might have had to switch switch around at some point. But, um, yeah, epic 10 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what the temperature was, but,
0: uh yeah. That is a huge effort from. um... Dale's sort of added that um, he's in the 50 to 54 age group, not sure the exact age, but somewhere in Mm. that range. Um, The fact that they've looked up and are aware of what the world record for a boat marathon is, um, that's, that's, that's something. Um, But yeah, I mean, what a, what an amazing feat of mental strength, let alone physical strength, um, You know, I should mention that um, Shane is an absolutely adored, very well loved member of the of the Striders community mm-hmm. up there, and um does a lot of great work for the, for the running community. So definitely has earned his time in the sun. Um, still waiting to hear from the, the good people at Guinness to to ratify this one, but um, I think we we've probably we've done enough world record chat. We we probably should get the keys to to give to sign off on this one mm. and it, it must be said too that he's measured the track and he's gone 42.3 so he's yeah. just he's actually run the requisite number of laps to run a marathon this isn't some gps friendly jaunt that he's been on um he's actually gone and, and run the full distance um done the math counted the laps i don't know if there, he had a lap counter um because that would have been um, one a hell of a job, job. I tell you that that would need to be a, that would yeah. need to be a paid job. Yeah, for, for forty-two point two kilometers. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Shane, yeah. Shane, well done. I they talk know. about
1: sea legs, don't they, when you're in the boat? Um Yeah, I don't know. Well, this is this is another level.
0: <laughs> that's um, that's that's yeah. I not um, even just to beat all the passengers coming back off like i wonder if there's anyone like on board that sort of just <laughs> watch the whole you thing mate, if you take care of everything we were all we're all going off the run a bit yeah the like, crew doing a few drinks for him yeah. like um, i know he's just gone no, i got this i'll um i'll just call the before <laughs> yeah whether he's gone solo there's like, so many questions um, <laughs> but yeah no yeah. Well, well done shane well done
1: and uh mate i think that's it for us this week Oh, all are done we for another week. week? We gonna, we I gonna...
0: hope so. Un- unless we get um suspended, but hopefully we're back next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll probably be rise up the
1: YouTube uh, the YouTube the iTunes rankings. Right <laughs> up against um we usually give inside running a, a bit of a chance early in the week to get some runs on the board, but mm. we'll probably take them down this week. Um, no, nah, it's look, it's you
0: know, all's fair and love and more. So yeah, I think it's um Quite bad, rightly, this spotted the, the Spotify um raps results have come out, and yeah. um, we've basically come to the agreement that it's time. So, um, I yeah, did send yeah. you that. There were some interesting little stats there, Chris. Oh, uh,
3: <laughs> there were,
1: I believe, yeah, we somehow ended up um, with some very interesting overseas uh at least it's like, um, not a market that we thought we'd crack into, um, potentially Korea and, uh, yeah. So big shout out
0: to Korean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, you know, I think it's just, just shows the inclusivity of the, of the podcast and how it's developed over time. So, um, yeah, and no, I'm very, very excited for, um, the growth that the podcast has shown, um, over the, the last 12 months um yeah and and look who knows what countries you know we might need to do a, a live cast in in some you know, maybe we can get to an overseas marathon and, and do a live cast mate maybe that's the next thing. will yeah, be the next uh, the next
1: thing to come mate all righty I gotta let you get some rest before your big uh
0: your big race Nah, looking forward to it mate we'll um we'll catch up soon looking forward to it mate have a good one You too thanks mate